Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Orange Open Conference plays strong, quite possibly the best all-around game of the year so far for the Orange, rolling past the Chokies at the Dome, holding Virginia Tech to a season-low 56 points. Plus, we turn to Joe for his preview of the Georgia Tech game upcoming. Let's go. I need you to get up out your seats right now. This is Syracuse basketball. Make some noise, Orange fans. It's time for the Juice Nation podcast with Sean and Joe. Give us a like on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Juice Nation podcast. All right, what's up, Cuse Nation? Thanks for tuning in to episode 47 of the Cuse Nation podcast with Sean and Joe. We can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play Music, YouTube, and SoundCloud. I'm Sean, alongside my good buddy Joe. Joe, Happy New Year, brother. Oh, Happy New Year, Sean. Thanks. Did you give anything up? Did you end up giving nope. anything up? No? I gave up uh, I gave up drinking beer during the week. Oh, Yeah. <clears throat> No. And you just broke it. <laughs> what have I done? Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't I gave up. Uh, I gave up New Year's resolutions. <laughs> there you go. That's 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 a good all-around one. Um, all right. Look. Um, the, the 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 Hokies. You had me so worried about the Hokies. You had me so worried about Virginia Tech, Joe. Um, so I was like, I was grinding my teeth all all day waiting for this game, and then it was one of those ones where. You know, they kind of hung around, hung around a little bit, and then eventually uh, I think the defense prevailed. Um, the Hokies averaging, what, 91 points a game? They fell short by like 35 points. Uh, they entered the game Sunday leading the nation in field goal shooting with 54.5%. Syracuse held them to 34%, 18 for 52. Um, they ranked sixth in the country in three-point shooting and only, only shot 33%, 10 for 30. I mean, so we we won the game, we we controlled the entire game from start to finish. I would say uh, maybe a little bit iffy in the in the beginning, but all around SU controlled that game. So was it? What was better for you, the offense or the defense? What won the game? That's two different questions. Defense. Yeah. And defense. Exactly <laughs> right. I mean, it was yeah. great great to see him score, but yeah. the defense. Like their defense is, it, it's, I, I almost regret to say phenomenal, but that was a phenomenally played defensive game against a yeah. really good offense. And, yeah. and it just goes to show, I mean, how many times have we said it, Joe? If Syracuse can score, their defense is going to win them these, these close games. This one really wasn't even that close. Tw- 12 no. points? No, I like you said it was uh, close early. There was a point when they came out right in the second half and ran 
they uh they caught up real fast. Um, yeah, well, they after- they nailed three threes back to back yeah. to back. Right, and and it got him back in the game quick. Right at the start of the second half, it looked ugly right. for a second, and they gathered their wits about him, and then they carried on. They did what they did in the at the middle to the end of the first half, and and took control again. Uh, the other thing too is is that Blackshear, I mean, who's like their star player, really? Right. Well, I mean, he's one of, but he's the one star of, player with height. With with height, well, he's the only one with height, and the next one's right. six six. And he was in foul trouble all game. Yeah, he was in foul I, trouble. I, quick. What do you have? Thirteen games or thirteen minutes? I mean, uh, fourteen minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so he that was that's one of the the, the reasons. Uh, like you said, I mean, such such an early sample size with the non conference, you really never know how good other teams are. So you can really only go by stats and 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 how they. They just play their games. Um, like last week when I was reading about it, you know, when we, they did talk about the, the, the three-point um, percentage that they made, but, you Which know, we also phenomenal. did talk about yeah. the, the fact that they didn't shoot a lot of them. You know what I mean? So it was pretty obvious that their offense, I mean, they run, they try to go up-tempo, but also, I mean, they are predicated on shooting the two first, going to the rim, shooting the two, making it around – the basket, because um, they were one of the more efficient teams as far as two-point uh, field goals and, and finishing around the rim, too, in right. the uh, AC. We, we, we beat them there, too, 28-14, to 14, points in the paint. Right. Well, that's what it was. I mean, you don't have – I'm not to say that Blackshear was going to be the guy, but it's I just thought – It's a big difference, though. It was a big difference, and he didn't get the minutes, but I also thought that there was going to be other players that they could have put at the free-throw line that could have made those jumpers or those passes. And, I mean, a lot of times those teams – or are teams that you know that have experience that have played against that two three zone. I mean, it's not the same two three zone as the last couple of years, though. So, albeit that that is a factor, but Buzz Williams has played against the zone two three zone for how many years in between the Big East and the ACC and stuff like that. And I just I didn't see any evidence of that whatsoever. They weren't hitting, they weren't getting the lobs behind the zone. They weren't uh, getting it to the middle of the zone and making shots, and they weren't getting it to the middle and and making passes down to the baseline and getting easy. I mean, that's how teams usually beat the zone. And then when that happens, that's when they can kick out the three because you're making that zone shift to what you're doing. And to me, it was pretty obvious that Virginia Tech, although they are a good three-point shooting team, they are not a team where that's their first, you know, that's their go-to. Their their go-to is up-tempo defense, fast break points, finishing around the rim, and then forcing the defense to collapse. And then that's when they get the kick out threes. And the fact that they have so many players that have the option to shoot that three as well, so it does make them a dangerous offense. But I, I like I like we said, Blackshear with foul trouble, and that was the guy that with height. So I mean, we did, I mean, dominate the rebounds and off on the offensive rebounds and stuff like that. And um, who knows how much of a difference that did make? But Again, they still didn't have, you know, that guy that they could put at the free throw line to make that basket or that pass. So it was yeah. just a lot of just passing around the outside and shooting. So that's S- it worked the game, for us. Slowed the game way down, and we were talking after the game, and um, the point was made that um, they did all the easy things, man. They they finished at the rim real well. Um, putbacks were going down. Late, they made layups. <laughs> I, mean, right. I mean, all the little things that they've just like have been having a really hard time to put together so far this year. They did. Chuku did pick up uh, two quick fouls. Well, kind of quick, um, within ten minutes. 
He picked up two bad ones. That's the thing. And those are the yeah. ones. Those are the ones that really suck. The over the back foul. You just got to know when to not do that. It's it's right. a, it's a, it's it's one of those it's one of those fouls too. That's it's black and white. Oh yeah, if your arms aren't straight up and there's contact with the arms, then they're going to call it every single time. Um, so, and he's seven two, so I really it shouldn't be an issue. You should know. And and again, as much as I mean, after that Virginia Tech uh, game, I was reading that I think Ken Pomeroy has Syracuse as far as defensive efficiency. He's sixteenth best in the country, you know. And like you said, it's all the little things, you know. We. We block the most shots at the highest rate. Uh, we're the tallest team. Um, well, I don't know about with Sadibi out, maybe not, but um, we're up there in offensive rebounds. All the little the hustle stats. You know, we cause turnovers, we get steals. Um, it's a lot of effort, a lot of defenses' effort. You know, those getting on the ground and getting those rebounds and hustling like Dolce and uh, and Moyer and, and pretty, pretty much everybody. I mean, it's a lot of it is just effort and that's how we're going to win games. You know, it's just yeah. not settling for the, the, the jump, the jump shots and going to the hole and getting to the line. Like Brissett's averaging like 10 free throws a game. Yes, you know, that's I where was, that's, that's beautiful. Hold on right there. Hold, hold that thought because I was just about to say that driving to the basket and creating fouls. And it's a, I mean, it's obviously a bonus if it goes in Syracuse ranks 24th nationally in free throw rate that's the stat that compares how many free throws a team attempts to uh, compared to how many uh field goals they attempt they have taken so far this season 98 more free throws than their opponents yeah so and obviously their opponents most of the ones we have faced have beat us on the floor um right. syracuse from the floor against virginia tech uh 48.9 uh, to Virginia Tech's 34.6. Uh, threes were exactly the same. We went 5 for 15. They went 10 for 30. They average about 20. They, they Like you were saying, their first option is is a, is a easy two. They only average about 20, 21 um, three-pointers in a game. And also, from the line, we went 85% to their 55.5, which is... I mean, you can't win games from the line, you know, if you're going to the line that 55.5%. So um, every, we beat them everywhere, pretty much. Yeah. Any major stat, we crushed them on. And you mentioned Sadibi real quick um, as far as being um, one of the longest teams in the nation, you know, if, if that counts with him or without him, if it makes any difference at all. Um, it, a little note sure of optimism does. on that. No, yes, it does. But a little note of optimism on that is that he was dressed for the game. Right. I mean, I don't know what that means. Uh, would they have put him in if they needed him, you know, in a close game? Would they have risked that? I don't know. But I guess that's a good sign. He wasn't in warm-ups. So. Right. Um, well, I think uh, he's probably sitting on a bench with an imaginary um, – Break glass if emergency sign. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, that's kind of that's but, like I said what I said before. There's no reason to force playing upon him. If he was past the situation where where he couldn't redshirt anymore, then uh, by all means, give him whatever minutes. You know, tinker, messing around. If he can only play five, ten minutes, whatever he can give, then you know it is it is what it is. But if he because he's in the situation he's in now, it's kind of. Uh, you know, it's kind of up in the air. I just hope that there's not before he's 100 percent that there's not a situation or a game where Beheim 
feels like he has to put him in and, and, and kind of ruin that situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's exactly what I, that's that's exactly where I'm at, too. So, I mean, hopefully it won't like you said, hopefully it won't come down to that. Um, no. Um, but there see. comes a time in a season two as well where you start to get your rotation and, and you get the, t- you know, the rotations in the lineups and the team are starting to gel together. And you got a guy that can, you know, maybe barely finish a practice or, you know, he's not, you know, playing as doing as much in practice. And, and then all of a sudden, you know, just there just comes a time where you, you want to have your final rotation unless it's going to be somebody who can definitely, no matter what, come in and make your team better. So, again, I mean, I look at it like you let him sit, you let him get as healthy as he can possibly be. And, t- and not until he's 100 percent and can go through practices with no pain you know, a week full of practices, whatever, then, then don't play them. Yeah. So, uh, Frank Howard, just a quick, a couple quick mentions, Frank Howard, again, with, with five turnovers, but he did complete the best sequence of the game. And that was the, um, the, uh, but that, that slick little pass to Moyer or the Moyer was, I don't know if it was a slick pass or if Moyer just happened to grab it and, uh, go up for the dunk. And then, um, in transition, Virginia Tech missing a three, and I think it was Brissett got the rebound down to Battle, and, and Battle pull up or um, down to Howard, and, and Howard shot a shot a pull up three and made that. They got the dome rock, and that was awesome. Oh yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. So and that's what can happen, and and that's you know that's what I was talking about before with being able to take it to the hole and and pretty much them understanding that. You know, with confidence and with winning these games, the offense is going to come. There's going to be games where we shoot good. There's going to be games where we shoot bad. Um, but as long as the effort on defense is there, the effort on the boards, getting offensive rebounds, second chance points, forcing turnovers, and and getting fast break um, layups and fast break points when you can, yeah. yeah, with the with the blocks and everything like that. Like when our when our offense is on on those nights where we are hitting. It's going to be a situation where we could probably beat anybody. You know what I mean? I so, mean, which is accrediting the defense. A hundred percent accrediting yeah. the defense. Yeah. And, this, and and like I said before, with the amount of experience on this defense, I only look at it like the sky's the limit. I agree. I, mean, I agree because if they can score at this point in the, at this point in the season, when you play some of these teams, like again, like Virginia Tech, very experienced, and they've seen this zone. And you they're know? well coached. Yeah. You know, so and who didn't they, they do what they need. Right. But they knew they do what they need to do to win the games. They go to the line. They go and And that's there's and there's another sneaky advantage as far as that goes, too, because the more free throw, the more fouls and the more free throws, the more rest your team's getting. There's no secret that we pretty much got probably three guys that are going to be looked at to probably play the whole game in good games. You yeah. Know, in in, in games to. where we need them. Yeah. Um. So any rest you can get to slow the game down, anything like that is definitely a benefit to us. But also, like I said, just the effort with Moyer and Merrick playing like that and, 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 and Chukwa, if he can just get his free, his, his foul troubles, you know, he's got his free throw troubles in line. If he can get his foul troubles in line, Which, then, um, it, like Joe, it shouldn't be hard. <laughs> it shouldn't be hard. The, the amount of over the back fouls this guy <sighs> has, he has just got this bad habit of just reaching in front of people like that. I think he's so tall. He can't see some of the players sometimes. 
<laughs> he just thinks he's going up for a normal rebound, and all of a sudden he bumps into somebody. Like, what's going on? You know. Plus, with those goggles, half the time he doesn't even look. Oh like, my gosh! You know what I mean, does it, it might kill some of his his vision? You know. No, I mean, if you watch him, it's like half the t- every time they put a camera to him, he's like pulling the goggles away and like looking with his own eyes to see if it's really what he saw. Almost like like I don't know what's up with him, but yeah, I wonder. That's a good I point. Know. I never really noticed that, but I do. I always do see him messing with those damn goggles. Oh man. yeah. And he's got to wear them because, I, I mean, mean what's obviously. what's wrong with no- some safety glasses, you know, with a strap? Well, I mean, I mean, come on. Well, he's not swimming <laughs> for crying out loud. It's basketball. He well, looks like yeah, he's ready come to on. do the, the, the breaststroke. The safety goggles? <laughs> <laughs> really? I mean, what the hell? What, are you worried about OSHA Hey, whatever up? happened what's to what's the, the masks? The masks, they're for the nose, right? Those masks? Things? Masks are for the nose, yeah. Oh, okay. He had a detached retina, so therefore, oh, yeah, like, he, he had can't... operation on it. Oh yeah, he can't like get hit anywhere near the eye at all. Yeah, the messed up part know. about it is, is that he it fully got detached um, mm. last year in a play where he got hit in the head with a pass because he didn't see it coming, and that was without goggles. So damn, I'm thinking <laughs> we just got to get this guy to an eye doctor. No I don't kidding. think anybody's <laughs> put, the old gla- put the old glass one in, Chuka. The hell? I mean, why waste the, the old, time? The old glass eye trick? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I just, exactly. Scared I the know. kids on Halloween type stuff. But at the end of the day, he's even though he had zero points in these other these other games, he's gotten to the line. He's obviously a presence in in the middle of the paint. So, and it, and it looks every game more and more like our defense is starting to understand the responsibilities and what they're supposed to do, and it became pretty evident pretty early that um, unless Virginia Tech was going to be on fire from the three-point line, that they didn't have what, what they needed offensively to to crack that defense. So yeah, I, I think, it was definitely a good win. And like, like I said, I'm sorry that I made nervous. <laughs> Anybody else nervous about the game, I'm sorry. But that was just one of those things we where – No, well, we didn't know. We haven't seen regular right. competition yet, and we just didn't know. Right. Didn't know how and they again, were it's, still, it's still tough to gauge where teams are. So – yeah, we'll know. We'll know more. You've nailed a couple. I'll let you. I'll let you slide by on that. Oh, thanks. You've man. nailed a couple. Um, all right. So, um, I guess. Well, let's do this before you do. And we're gonna throw in. We might throw in the Notre Dame preview. Okay. So we'll do. We'll do. Uh, Wake, and we'll do the Notre Dame preview. Um, because it's a quick turnaround. We can't. I mean, the quick turnarounds. I mean, they're they're quick. And. Uh, oh yeah. You get those little lulls. I mean, sometimes we have we go a week, week and a half where we have a game every two, three days, and then turn around and we won't have a game for a whole week. So yeah. this just happens to be one of those one of those weeks where I feel like we have like a game every three days we for do. like the next week and a half. It so. feels like that because we do. No, um, well. <laughs> <laughs> so if you look at the schedule, um, all right. How ironic. So, so let's just do ACC power rankings real quick. At 15, we got Georgia Tech. That's our next opponent. Joe will go over that in a second. Uh, nope. 14, Pittsburgh, yes. Oh, it's I'm Wake sorry. Forest. Wait, I'm sorry. Wake me? Forest. What did I say? Georgia Tech. 13 yeah. is Wake Forest. That's our next game. Uh, nope. 12, NC State. <laughs> uh, you're scr- Yeah, you're really screwing me up now. 11, Boston College. Uh, 10, Louisville. My my brother, I was talking to my brother today about Louisville. He said they're overrated. They're only 10th on here. So uh, They are lacking scores. 
Uh, okay. Well, they're lacking a coach too. I mean, they just got rid of an excellent coach. So I mean, no, you gonna... I mean, it's not like they had a choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but you can't tell me that doesn't affect isn't going to affect that team and recruiting oh, down yeah. the road. Um, eight Notre Dame. That is our s- second opponent coming up. Seventh is Syracuse, up two spots from nine. Six is Florida State. I watched them play Duke, and I was my head was spinning. That game was like ridiculous um worries me Duke, great defense right in that game oh yeah awesome defense <laughs> it's like 192 <laughs> or something like that <laughs> uh five clemson uh uva at four miami at three north carolina at two i think they're overrated at two big time uh. and uh duke at one the only one i really have a problem with and i don't know really who i would put there yet but I don't North Carolina at two. I just don't think they're that good, and, and, and it's just my opinion. Just because I've watched them flounder quite a bit. They've they've barely won a couple of games. They just beat Wake Forest by four, and they almost lost. They almost blew it. No, a lot of turnover. Yeah, well, a lot of turnover, and they got the key piece with uh, with Barry at the uh, the guard and um, Theo Pinson, small forward. Like those two guys are very experienced. They've been there, so you got that Luke, dude that looks Luke, like he's thirty five on there still. The dark, Luke May, dark haired guy, dark haired white guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luke May, he's pretty solid. So you got some guys. It's just filling in the rest of the rotation. It's not they don't have the talent. It's just going to take time, and it's not like they don't have a bad record either they already have some decent wins to their name so yeah i'll tell you uh bagley uh he's a he's dynamite uh marvin ah, bagley yeah. the third from duke oh yeah yeah he's gonna he's, he's like gonna just an example of why there should you should still be able to go to the uh, nba right out of high school yeah i guess because I mean, i'm well, dude I, I mean how many games i i haven't seen duke uh too much as far as a full game but i pay attention watch sports center go and look at the stats and stuff uh the um there's already been like seven games where i look at the stat line and i'm like what he's a beast dude 32 points and 21 rebounds like that's like (laughs) what is that (laughs) who who are they playing against well that's a good question but that was i was looking at wake forest wake oh florida state yeah but florida state's got some seven footers they're they're long they're long yeah uh, that game, I'm surprised people didn't drop. They they just never slowed down. That game never slowed down. So yeah, well, you know, the good thing about Duke and and those teams and and all the turnover is that they have to reteach playing against the zone. You know, so really, I can just only hope that for some reason, for some weird reason, Bagley doesn't know how to play against a two three zone. And I'm telling you, it, this defense is something. Um, something different. If, if we played man to man, then he'd have Chuku followed out in the first half, and he'd probably already have well, a double double. Well, he, Chuku is following out right now, thinking about that game. Oh uh, God, his, <laughs> his goggles are already fogging up. So no kidding. All right, Joe, uh, give me give me the wake preview, and um, then we'll hit up Notre Dame. Uh, Wake Forest. Oh, Wake Forest. Wake. By the way, I'm sorry. It'll be by the time you hear this, probably it'll be tonight, Wednesday. Um, uh, t- or wait, wait a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the game's tomorrow yeah. at seven. Tomorrow at seven, or yeah. today at seven, depending right. on when you watch. Depending it. on if this is Tuesday or Wednesday to you. If it's Wednesday to you, it's on at seven, and it'll be on. Obviously, it'll be on um, ESPN. 
ESPN ESPNU yep, at yep, seven. Yep. So yep. all right, go. Uh, Wake Forest. This is a tough one. Just like you said, uh, they going through the power rankings, but they had them at like fourteen out of fifteen teams or thirteen out of fifteen 13. teams. Yeah, so they had a rough start. Uh, they lost uh, four of the first five games, not against good. I'm talking against Drake and Liberty and teams like this. Uh, they're seven and six overall. They did kind of come back to reality and, and win five straight uh, against better opponents than the teams they lost to earlier in the season. But they are on a two-game losing streak. They, their last two games was uh, against Tennessee and, uh, like you said, uh, North Carolina. And they had a pretty good game in North Carolina by four points. So when I went and kind of looked at, at what's going on, I don't know if if uh, you know if Danny Manning's trying to figure out just his rotation or if he's just trying to figure out his team's niche and and how they're going to win. Um, but they um, they have nine guys that average over fifteen minutes. So and they don't even have a guy that averages over thirty. And meanwhile, we have three. So they uh, they play up tempo. Yeah, they, they play up tempo. They're going to attack the basket, try to get us in foul trouble. They're going to run. You know, like uh, like I said, nine guys play average over fifteen minutes. Um, so they're going to run a bunch of different guys in and kind of hope to just wear them down and, um, <clears throat> like I said, get them in foul trouble. And that's kind of the route that they've gone in this little winning streak except for the last two games just because of uh talent or whatever so earlier in the season it just didn't look good but um now it looks like they're starting to shore some stuff up but uh they do have problems with some defense and the way that they uh their up tempo goes it also allows for other fast break points and stuff like that and uh, they do allow um opponents to shoot um like 39 and a half percent from behind the arc so that's actually worse than what we allow. Yeah. Um, and they also aren't very good on the offensive boards either, or sorry, defensive boards, which they allow a lot of offensive boards. And that's kind of one of those things that we're good at. So um, it is an away game. And I'm sure that that Wake Forest, you know, the crowd's going to be game and, you know, they're going to give, you know, a good showing. Danny Manning, good coach, and he's going to have his players ready. And he's, you know, like, like I said, he goes at least nine deep for over 15 minutes. So if you if you aren't playing and the effort isn't there, then you're you're going to sit down. So expect a game, uh, Wake Forest team. Uh, but again, I, I really think that we what we showed, if our defense can show up, um, then I really do think that we're going to be okay in this game as long as we don't get key players in foul trouble. And that's really my biggest my biggest concern. Um, they got a seven uh, seven foot one center. Uh, he is is going to pose some problems on uh, on the offensive board, uh, the offensive end, end. But he doesn't score that much. Um, he averaged about seven rebounds, ten points a game. So um, he's not any he's not a, a Bagley from Duke by any means. But he is some height that is comparable to Chukwu and the guys that we have. Um, again, I think we just stick, stick to the script um, and just stay out of foul trouble. And I think that we get out of there. Like, again, I don't think it's going to be pretty. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Uh, cardiac use is probably in effect with this away game. I mean, I think we're actually we're going into the game as a three and a half point underdog. Oh, so, I saw one. 
I saw one one point today, but well, then it probably really what happened was it's probably as as people start betting in Vegas, oh, that's then right. then the line starts moving. So it opened at three and a half. Okay. Uh, but if you said it's at one now, then I will I'll take your word for it. <laughs> well, <laughs> but either I did, that way, was earlier I, I, I saw that, so I don't know what you're going right. off of. Right. But like I you said, it's going to change anyway. It'll change tomorrow before the game. Yeah. Yep. And and right now, uh, Ken Pomeroy has us ranked uh, up at the uh, 45th position and has Wake Forest at the 69th position. So um, it's, it's pretty high considering their 7-6 and six record and who they've actually lost to. So um, I don't know exactly if there was injuries or if there was some people that had some suspensions or was you know ineligible or whatever, but – Wake Forest is a better team than, than what the record says and in, in, in who they lost to um, earlier in the season. So this is one of those games where, again, like I said, just stay out of foul trouble, and I think our defense can ride the win, but I don't think it's going to be pretty. And again, like I said, they kind of do the same thing up-tempo. They play three-guard set, with um, and uh, they try to get opponents in foul trouble and go to the free throw line and that's kind of what we do on offense so it's kind of like you know two teams that really aren't explosive on offense you know i mean they they talk about tempo their tempo i mean they don't have as good of players as virginia tech and their tempo can't be that good so as far as offense goes i see a similar uh, offense but um a little bit more height um but again less talented guards and uh, again, I mean, it's it's going to be ugly game versus ugly game. It's going to be you know effort and competitiveness versus effort. And um, again, I think it's going to come down to little stuff like foul trouble, turnovers, just things like that. So that's right. that's my take on it. I think that we'll be all right. Uh, I got I gained a little bit of confidence, um, or a lot more confidence in our defense after this last game. And I don't see I don't see Wake Forest and and their uh, roster doing the same thing better than Virginia Tech. So, All right. Well, after that, if we don't get back, you have the preview. It's right here. Uh, Saturday, January 6th at 3 o'clock in the Dome on ESPN or ESPN2. So take your – you have to check both of them. Both of them are listed here. Um, Notre Dame comes into the Dome. Joe, what do you got for Notre Dame? I'll tell you what. I'm going to kind of keep it short and simple because uh, <laughs> I uh, I just saw news today that um, Notre Dame's, uh, they're All-American there. Bonzi Colson, they're All-American forward, actually um, yeah, fractured, his feet, fractured his foot in practice. Wow. So he is going to be that. out for eight, uh, eight weeks. He's going to undergo surgery, and um, he is not going to be available for the Saturday game. Um. He was he was ranked second in the ACC, uh, averaged twenty one point four points a game, and third in the ACC with ten point four rebounds, and one of only four players in the ACC to average a triple to be averaging a triple double at this point. Uh, it's a terrible um, loss. Yeah, a huge loss. Uh, the, he's six six, two hundred twenty four pounds, but but I compare him to almost like a Charles Barkley as far as maybe not as explosive, but he can get down there. He can rebound with the big boys. He uh, he allows Notre Dame to go with smaller lineups so they can have more of an outside shooting threat, and he is an outside shooting threat himself. So uh, Matt Farrell, great guard. Uh, they do have, uh, I think, Rex Fluger still there. They got some guys. They got some pieces. But this was – this him and him and Matt Farrell were, were the key key cogs 
and I would like to sit down here and and break down, you know, game flow and, and, and the way that teams play and this, this, and that. But when an All-American goes down with an injury, I mean, he'll be back. But when an All-American goes down with an injury, then, um, you know, you don't know what to expect from the other team. Yeah, exactly. So and that's, that's also a danger in one way because now you can throw the tape out the damn window when it comes to scouting uh, Notre Dame for Syracuse and Jim Boeheim. But, totally. But at the end of the day, I don't think they have – I mean, they might have younger talent, but as far as experience, being a leader, he he's faced the zone. He's been there. He's, he's fa- oh, he would have been the guy right in the middle, so, making the exactly. jumpers, making the passes. He's done yeah. it in the past. There's no reason to think that he wouldn't have done it this year. So um, that's that's it's really really huge. And the fact that we're going to be one of the couple teams to face them, I don't really know. Um, you could probably check it out here real quick, but I don't know if they have a. Uh, a basketball game before yeah oh yeah they do they um they play nc state at home actually tomorrow night at nine so we'll be able to get a decent uh decent look uh before we play them uh at home on saturday um but yeah that's that's a big blow and and honestly uh we only play them uh once this year so we're not gonna have to see Bonzi Coles at all unless we're talking about the ACC tournament. And, and honestly, I'm kind of glad for that because that guy's been his own killer for years. Um, and Notre Dame's been a tough opponent. So, and they'll, I'm sure they'll still be tough. They got players. Matt Ferrell is is a he's yeah. a gym rat. He's a gamer. And and Bray, Mike Bray, he's a great coach. Uh, but coming going back home, three fifteen students. Um, hopefully be 2-0 and in, in the ACC after tomorrow night. Um, that's going to be a difficult atmosphere for, for that team to go in. And, and, again, you never really know what that does mentally to a team as well. So, Yeah, and you mentioned real quick, because I always forget to mention this, damn it. And every time, if I don't, I'm like kicking myself. The dome attendance for uh, the game against Virginia Tech was – Twenty thousand six hundred and eighty-eight. That was that's really good. I wasn't expecting that much. I was expecting more like seventeen thousand, probably something like that. But that I'm impressed with that. And also, what with no like, students? Yeah, on New Year's Eve. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. You yeah, got, you know, considering so many, yeah, so many plans and so many uh, you yeah know, things I, going I would, on. I would assume. I mean, our next home game against Notre Dame, uh, being in the middle of the day on a Saturday, I got to think that that's going to be. Mark my words. That will push there it push twenty five. It'll push twenty five, I think. Well, are the students are the students gonna be back? Oh, I believe so, yeah. I mean I don't if know. The, if the students are back, then I'm willing to bet it's gonna probably be I mean, I don't think we're gonna have a problem pushing that, to be I, honest. I don't think so either. Maybe I played it safe. You did play it safe. That's fine. <laughs> I'll go a little higher. I'll say we're gonna push twenty eight five. How about that? Wow, that's awesome. I like yeah. you, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Going out, going out on a limb. I like that a little bit more. Risky. No, I mean it's Notre Dame. Yeah, that's true. They've, I mean they've it's, been around, and it is a Saturday right in the middle of the afternoon. So an old Big and East again, like rival too. Right, and if we win tomorrow, then you know you're starting off with a pretty good what thirteen and yeah, two. You're looking two. at, you're looking at thir- going three and zero in the ACC. Pretty much, you're looking at going three and zero in the ACC, and most likely being ranked. Although to be perfectly honest with you, nationally wise, I still think that we're we're still being a little. I don't want to. I, I I'm fine with it. To be perfectly I'm, honest, I'm with okay you. I'm, with I'm, not being ranked too, bro. Is that, is that where you're I'm going? Fine, I'm fine with sliding under the radar because Me there too. was. I don't know if it was USA Today or there was a uh, a national 
They only got um, three votes. Or- ranking that came out that we that no, that, but we were in one where Virginia Tech still got more votes than us. Yeah, that was the last one. They got six. We got three. Yeah, and after, and we, just after beat we beat them. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't even record, make any damn so. sense. It doesn't even make any damn sense. But I'll let them take it. I don't care. I don't care. Oh our, yeah, our, no, that's fine. Our group we'll text split. the other day, it was predicted that they might be ranked, and right. I thought that that was probably close to true. I mean, it was. It's been we've been getting votes here and there. And, yeah, but just uh, so many teams. I know. You know, it, it takes so many votes to get ranked. It really well, does. But it's, there's so many teams that start ahead of you, and. Considering that we haven't beaten a ranked team, yeah, that's, you know what that's I mean. Another I thing, mean, we've beaten yeah. some good named teams: Maryland, yeah. UConn, Georgetown. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you we could venture into saying that even if we were to beat Saint Bonaventure, we still might not be ranked. But it's because it's just because there's so many teams that start off highly ranked, I'm, and if you start off, you start off number five in the nation, and we start off number fifty. <laughs> you know, it's going to take more than two losses to pass that team. And like you so, said, I'm fine with it. I don't care about being ranked. I remember. Oh yeah. I remember the stress of being ranked, and uh, sure. seeing where we're going to slip to after a loss or something. It's just nerve wracking. I'm good. So. And honestly, uh, I'm 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 about the game that rankings really don't matter. Honestly, I mean it's just it's just to bring up talk. Seating. It's just to show uh, to get ratings, um, something that's for people to talk about. Uh, that's pretty much it, as far as I'm concerned. Um, because rankings don't mean anything. I mean, when you look at the end of the year, when the NCAA picks the, the brackets, they don't look at the rankings. So it's not like they look at it and say, oh, well, these guys, it's, they're one, two, three, and four. So those four are the one seeds. Like, no, that's not. This is just there's coaches' polls. There's different writers out there that have votes. A lot of the politics go into that stuff. Like, I, I, I don't look into that stuff at all. All right. So, well, not, okay. not worried about it. All right, I hear you. I'm with you on that one. Um, okay, well, I guess that's it. That's it. If we can get back, if we can get back after after um, Wake Forest, we will. And, yeah. and if not, then we'll be back after Notre Dame. So uh, this has been. Well, what about those Bills, man? Oh, the Bills, the Bills. It only took 17 years. I'm happy for the Bills to get back and. Um, well, you know that we got most likely a lot of listeners and we got a lot of, you know, people that follow us on Facebook that are probably most likely Buffalo fans. So, yeah, yeah. without and a doubt. I mean, I have I've have felt for them, you know, I, I the haven't be- really felt for them because it's well, whatever at first it to was me. Fun. I mean, I'm a Raiders fan, so we went 13 years. I mean, I'm even trying to hear it. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, I as a Giants fan, I don't feel your pain, but I'm just saying that <laughs> um, Please. what? I'm just. I know. All I'm I know. Is, go, go. In the beginning, it was funny, you know. But it, now it's just gotten to the point where you actually feel bad for somebody. Growing up you know? in growing up in Syracuse, like liking a team that's not the Bills, being that your team actually with with uh, Scott Norwide. <laughs> that was the Scott Norwide game, right? Yeah. Giants Bills. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Just think, the Bills could have a Super Bowl right now, like so easily, thirty-five yards. Yeah. Goal. Dude, growing up, I had a Secret Santa with my cousin, who was a diehard Bills fan, and for the longest time, I wanted to get a custom-made Scott Norwood jersey made for him. <laughs> but I always, <laughs> I always went against. It was just probably just too mean for I mean, Christmas. What's an extra point? Now, would they make it? Twenty-five, twenty-two, or twenty-three? What is it? Something, uh, like, something that. like that. I think he missed what? He 27? missed a th- what? No, it was a 30, thirty-five, 30, right? Something like that. 
It wasn't really long. I can tell you that. <laughs> no, I know. I, rem- I uh, we're, remember. Oh, we're digging. We're digging at scabs. Here we. Here we are. We were gonna. We were gonna talk good. <laughs> we were gonna congratulate them. <laughs> what the hell happened? What the hell happened? Um, yeah, but no, I'm happy for the Bills. I'm happy for the Bills fans. The reactions in the locker room were great. Joe mentioned yes. that earlier before we went on the air, and you know the fans, it, it, the fans' reaction inside uh, Dolphin Stadium. They hung back and watched. I mean, yep. that was awesome. So, that was awesome. Yeah, it, it really was. And and to me, it really doesn't matter all at the same time because when you really look at the the thick of things, it's like, okay, yeah, nice. You won. You, you got into the playoffs, but Lashawn McCoy got carted off. Yeah, but they're saying he might he might be able to go on Saturday. The only way he's going is if they numb that crap out of whatever happened to his ankle because yeah, he'll, be, he'll be playing you don't on get a, on a, you don't get carted off and then play the next week unless it's a concussion and you get cleared well, they numb your whole foot he's gonna be walking on a noodle well if that's the case i mean then that's the case <laughs> that's the only way he's gonna play and they're going down to jacksonville to play against the toughest defense in the nfl so yeah yeah well enjoy a while last so <laughs> oh, you know, and, and, you know, i'm just saying and also just want to throw it out there kind of a story that i thought was hilarious because i looked at it every every week 17 um they have articles and and things that they pop up adam Schefter he had a bunch of them on twitter this sunday where he showed basically because of the uh the incentive bonuses that players have yeah so he gives like okay this person needs this many touchdowns to get this amount of bonus and this person needs this amount of yards to get this amount of bonus this this, isn't that well eric weddle Safety for the Baltimore Ravens. In his contract, it said that if he made the Pro Bowl and their team made the playoffs, he would get a million-dollar bonus. Damn, that's pretty good. And not only did that last play <laughs> that did the Bengals take, take had that. put the Bills in the playoffs, but it also took a million dollars out of Eric Weddle's pocket. Yeah, so that's pretty funny. I'm not a big he, Eric Weddle fan because – uh, he oh, he's got a way cooler beard than you. Hey, no, he does not. <laughs> he played. He played for the Chargers, and I've, we've been weddled. Let's put it that way. So, Hell of a player. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, all right. Well, now that Joe is uh, aimlessly rambled, um, <laughs> I'm just playing, whatever, man. I'm just I playing, love my bro. Bills fans. I, I'm just playing. Congrats to the Bills. Congrats to Syracuse. Let's go three and zero. This has been episode in the in the ACC. This has been episode forty seven for Joe. I'm Sean. We're out. Peace. You just heard the Cuse Nation podcast with Sean and Joe. So mad because I made fun of your beard. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep. The application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. All state vehicle and property insurance company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.